0: The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit bet.com and start winning today. We're also you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new propswap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit or receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN Eagles to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Oddscrowd. Are you the best NBA better in the United States? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contests. There's $3,000 up for grabs in their season long contests and $200 every week in their weekly contest. Just head over to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of your free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the diehard Eagles podcast, Sean Steck in the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin, the Eagles head down to Carolina and get a 21 to 18 victory, a hard fought game, an ugly game. It's been weird. The narrative so far this week, because I think coming into this uh, game, if you told Eagles fans, Hey, you're going to get a, uh, a win down in Carolina. You're three and a half point dogs. You're gonna win outright, twenty-one to eighteen. Everyone would sign up for that result. However, uh, people still disappointed. The offense looked super rough. Defense carried the uh, carried the team, and special teams had a really good effort. Rob, where are you coming off of this uh, this uh, this win against Carolina? That feels like a loss for some.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a a couple things to put it in perspective. I mean, one, I think when we were looking at the schedule in the beginning of the year, I, I mean, I think most of us, if we thought we could get two wins out of these first couple games, it wouldn't have been that far out of line. So again, I don't, I think we're about on pace where we thought we would be coming into the season. Um, you know, so that's one way to look at it, but you know, you can look at it another way that teams don't play well every week and especially teams that aren't considered top tier talent. And And we knew this year wasn't going to be our super bowl year. I know Sean, you still haven't accepted that yet, but, um, <laughs> still have that you know, sometimes, you, you know, sometimes teams though, when you're growing and you're getting better, you have to win ugly and you do have to pull out those games. So there is a positive to take from the fact that It was ugly. The defense played good. The offense did not look good for the majority of that game, but they did find a way to win. And I think that was a big game, not only for the team to have confidence that they can pull those games out, but also for Jalen Hurts and his development, that he can have confidence to step up down the stretch, get that touchdown, get that two point conversion. Great, great throw to Smith, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, So, you know, I do think there are some positives we can take from this, even though it was an ugly win.
0: Yeah, Justin, what about you? I know it feels like a loss to some, but I, I think we can't be, you know, beggars can't be choosers with these uh, NFL wins.
2: No, I mean, I understand, you know, some of the comments that I've seen around and and some of the fans being a little bit upset, but at the same time, I think Rob pointed it out, right. To be two and three at this point, you know, I'm content with it. I think, you know, uh, looking at the schedule season to start, I thought, the game against San Francisco was going to be a coin flip. And I also thought this one was possibly going to be a coin flip and, you know, to win one and, you know, we lost the other, I'll I'll take it at this point. If we could have beaten San Francisco, I would have been ecstatic obviously, but uh, the fact that we, you know, hung in there hurts really gutted it out at the end. Uh, I think he could take a lot from that. And the fact that he was able to rally those guys and you saw some of the comments that the other players had about him and what he had to say after the game. I mean, You got to give him and and those guys a lot of credit. They were able to gut it out, and we were able to get an ugly win. And I'm content with that at this point. We got a new coaching staff. We got a lot of young guys on this team, and we were able to pull it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it it clearly is a a a growing experience, a learning experience for Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Kind of breaking down the best and uh, worst from the win. I mean, for me, the best. And there are a couple. There were a couple really, um, really nice highlights there. I'll I'll go just with the. I'll leave some of the other stuff for you guys, but I'll just hit on the special teams. I mean, we blocked a punt. Jake Elliott quietly having a really good game hit a uh, what was it like a fifty-eight yarder. So again, all his woes last year, he seems to have fixed that. That's a nice thing. And and again, for a team that some may think won't win the Super Bowl or might not make the playoffs if we are going to be a middle in team, having great special teams can really help us win ugly and and win close games like we did against Carolina. The worst for me is I I know the penalties, the numbers went down, but the fact that it's the same type of penalties that that we're still getting these receiver pick play penalties is just insane. I mean, you know, Sirianni comes in, he was a receivers coach before this. Like, how do you not drill this into these guys? overall, I, I think I've, I, there's some positives from what we've seen with the receivers. I mean, I, I I really like Devonta Smith he's off to a great start. We're getting something out of Quez Watkins. We're we're getting something out of Rager, at least a little bit more than we did last year, but these goddamn pick plays, it's just insane. I, I, for me, I would coach it up. Just put your hands up, stop and put your hands up. If you have your hands up, you're in a, you're in a catching position. These guys just run right at the defender and shove into him. It's like, How are they not going to call that? What about you, Justin? Best and worst
2: Uh, best. I mean, the defense adjusted, you got to give credit to Gannon, you know, he had these guys play man, and then he allowed them to thrive, you know, slay with his two interceptions and then Nelson there as well. And Maddox even had a a really good game. I mean, that, that could have been a touchdown pass and he was able to catch up, knock it down. I was really impressed with that. Um, I mean, Hargrave continues to thrive and then Cox, I mean, he he came to life finally. I know he was complaining about the scheme the game was running, had some excuses going into this game, but uh, I was happy to see that. As far as worst, I I know Hertz was able to gut it out, but you got to kind of look at the offense this game. We were four for 13 on third down. We were 0 for 1 on fourth down. For the season now, we're 1 for 8 in fourth down situations, fourth down conversions. So uh, we got to work on those things. Uh, part of it is hurts. Part of it is possibly Sirianni. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out which is which some people are saying that Sirianni is trying to, you know, allow Hertz to thrive a little bit. He's dumbing down some of the offense. So that's why we're not able to do some things that we would normally do. I I'm still not sure which is, which it's kind of a chicken or an egg situation right now, but yeah. uh, you know, Hertz was able to drive down the field, get us that touchdown, get us that two point conversion, which you guys mentioned. And, you know, I, I was happy to see what we were able to do in the end.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and we'll get into that in a little bit as, as far as just splitting hairs on Sirianni versus Hertz, where we at? who to blame or who to praise uh, for some of these issues, Rob, what about you? Best and worst from this win?
1: Yeah. I mean, clearly the best was the defense and I'm going to specifically give it to the corners. I mean, they finally made some plays and had turnovers, you know, slay finally had that game that we kind of brought him here to do, you know, two interceptions. He, he held um, uh, their receiver DJ Moore to only like yeah. five catches for 42 yards. Um, and Nelson had a pick. So, you know, you get three interceptions, you're going to win a lot of games uh, just by winning that turnover margin. So I, I, I do got to give it credit to them. I got to give it credit to Gannon. You know, the pressure was on him. No doubt. He took a lot of blame. And he did not come out and lay an egg. He stepped up and uh, you know had a much better defensive scheme. Now, look, I think it's a lot easier to have a good defensive scheme against Sam Darnold than it's going to be, say, against Tom Brady this week. But um, you know, you got to play the opponent you have, and and he did come to play. Um, you know, the worst moment, Sean, I'm with you. These these penalties and that pick play from Ward was just atrocious. I mean, he didn't even try to hide it. He literally just beelined for the defender. Like I've never seen anything like it. So like, you gotta be smarter than that. The Malata downfield penalties, I'm getting sick of too. Uh, it's just discipline and they're happening now over and over. And, and, you know, it happens once fine, but when it's happening three, four times, you, you just gotta, uh, you know, it has to change. And I don't know what the answer is, but, um, you know, Hurts not having a throwing touchdown to me is disappointing as well. Um, you know, we still, again, I, I brought this up multiple co- podcasts now, but we had multiple receivers average over 10 yards of catch again. So when, again, when we get them the ball, they are making plays, they are gaining yards, but we just struggled to do so this week. And I, it, it does seem like, like Sirianni's offense is getting a little repetitive and, I think he's going to have to mix it up a little bit more because I think he's relying on a few plays too much now.
0: Yeah. And, and perfect transition into kind of giving out some grades here for Sirianni and for Hertz for Hertz. I'm going to give him a B minus still probably grading a little bit on the curve there, considering it's his eighth or ninth start, you know, depending on whether you count that Washington game as an official start, Um, you know, seeing a lot of good out of him. uh, Certainly. I mean, you know, he's had some struggles with the deep ball, but also had some nice deep shots, you know, to, to Quez Watkins, a couple of them, uh, he's, he's maybe not seeing the field perfectly, but making nice plays with his legs. He's, he's showing his athleticism. I mean, that play that you, we talked about earlier on the two point conversion. That's a, that's an amazing play. So I, I think there's some good there from Hertz, but um, you know, sir, still, still needs to show us a lot as far as locking up that. Franchise quarterbacks uh spot moving forward. Sirianni I'm going C minus. I mean, there's been some nice stuff, I guess. Uh, and you know, still seems to have the players' respect overall, but scheme wise, you know what? I'm gonna go D plus because the, the, the penalties, <laughs> the fact that it's the same penalties week in, week out. Um, and he just doesn't, yeah. I, I don't know. The offensive game plan, not very creative. I, I'm getting real burned out on these bubble screens and again, the way you beat this Tampa Bay bucks team is their back end. They're uh, very thin and very banged up with the secondary, with the cornerbacks. I I know it's a passing league, but we need some sort of balance here with the offense. So I'm going D plus for Sirianni B minus for Hertz and Sirianni needs to put Hertz in favorable situations. And we didn't see any of that, uh, you know, come Sunday or this past Sunday where he didn't really help Hertz at all. I think with the play con. What about you, Justin? Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, you're grading them. What are you giving them right now?
2: Oh, uh, I just want to go back to the worst real quick because uh, I, I forgot to mention Miles Sanders uh, not running out of uh, running out of bounds. Oh yeah, plays at the end of the game there, yeah. which was just atrocious and oh so frustrating. God. I'm sorry I didn't mention it earlier. I almost forgot about it because we ended up winning. But geez, a whiz man, isn't that like you know the first thing you learn as a running back at the end of the game? If you're winning, they just go down, man.
1: Don't go out of bounds. So yeah, not to mention he again didn't have a great game. I mean, no. he he had forty-five yards on eleven runs, but the the worst stat to me was he had five catches for six yards. I mean, yeah, it was that bad. is a horrific stat that you, you know, our running back who's supposedly so elusive can't gain more than a yard a a pass. So um he is just having a down year. I, I know part of it's the scheme, and he's not getting the touches, but it, it continues to kind of look like Gainwell is is going to be the more long term answer in my mind. Um, and he didn't have a big game last week either.
0: No, yeah, and and I mean, I know some of that is on uh, Miles, and especially the running out of bounds. I mean, come on, dude, like you, wow. you're crazy. Uh, they're at every level of football, you know that. But the the screen plays, I mean, some that's got to be play calling because it, I mean. To have five catches and only six yards, it means people are reading it. People are pl- the defense is playing up on the line. I refuse to think he's that in athletic. That if the the screen wasn't set up properly or or they didn't know it was wasn't coming, he couldn't average more than one point two uh, yards per catch. Well, I day.
2: noticed with the snap count too. We we've been taking uh, our our boy Whiteside out, our our awesome blocker. Um, I, I don't even think he played ten snaps this game. So maybe that's part of it. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Yeah, keep, keep, I like uh, Justin being the advocate for Whiteside. Get that Whiteside guy uh out there. All right, All right Jim, uh Sirianni hurts. what are you doing?
2: Uh so I, I actually I I graded, I guess, on a curve here, Sean. I was a little kinder. I actually tried to be harsh. Uh I but I, I gave Siriani a C. I think he's there at the moment. You know, he's won two games so far. He's a new head coach. Um I Hopefully he inspired Gannon, right? He scorched him apparently after that KC game and the defense showed up. But he's working with, you know, a duct tape offensive line at the moment. Um, And he's working with, for all intents and purposes, as we pointed out, you know, a rookie QP because Hertz has only had, what, nine starts now? So uh, a couple of dings against him, though, are obviously the penalties, as you pointed out. The lack of the run game still frustrates me. I know we won, but I still want to see more of it, especially with what we have going on there. I think with a new a new quarterback, you you got to try and work in the run a little bit more in order for him to be successful. And then our third down efficiency right now is right at about forty percent, a little below league average. I think league average is around like forty five percent. So and he's still finally after two games, he's figured out that a QB snee works. In, yeah. You know, <laughs> short yard situations but it took him until like game 3 to figure that out.
1: So with your uh, power I, lifter QB by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it wasn't, I, I got to Yeah, the, he didn't even get like a great push. It just shows you even if there's nothing there he can still get that yard. It's what an idiot. And that,
2: the fourth down efficiency is the worst of all. As I pointed out earlier, 1 for 8 some da- somehow though we're really good with two-point conversions but we can't seem to like uh, get anything on fourth down right now. So I, I think he's got to work on a lot of those things. And bring back, I gave him, I gave him a C overall. What was that
0: bring back Doug Peterson?
2: Yeah. Uh, and then I give Hertz a solid B. I mean, nine starts. I think he's played fairly well. He's had his ups and downs. You know, he had a good game against KC, uh, really bad defense. As we saw he played, uh, I'd say less than okay against the Panthers, which is probably an okay defense. I'd say their numbers are inflated due to the fact that they played the Jets and the Texans, um, but he still needs to work the middle of the field a little bit more. Um, he was able to come back and win the game though against the Packers, so you got to give him credit for that. Even though he, I think he didn't play really well, and he's been playing once again behind you know a, a banged up offensive line. Um, I, I will say though, I he needs to work on his throws still. We've seen some bad ones. Um, I would say he actually missed about three TD throws in that KC game two weeks ago. He missed, he missed that one to Ertz. And then there was one where Ertz actually should have gotten a, there should have been a PI call on the defender, but they didn't, it kind of hit Ertz's hand, but the throw could have been better. And then there was one to Ward. They hit Ward's hands, but it could have also been a better throw. So he's still got to work on some of that. Um, so I'd give him a B overall.
1: Robbie. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to give Sirianni a C. Um, surprising that I'm actually
0: yeah, Rob the realist here,
1: but um, you know, look again. I think we have to put it in perspective what the expectations were coming in, and I want to be clear. My grades do factor in the overall circumstances, not just purely performance. Or I think it would be a lower grade. Um, you know, we've seen some bright spots. We've seen some definite bumps in the road. I, I think it's still too soon to say we're out on him or just say he's a D. So I'm just going to give him a C. There's a lot left to prove, you know, maybe another three games. I'm going to have a lot more to say. Um, Hurts. I, I actually, you know, I'm going to go B minus on Hurts. I, I, I still think he's missed some guys. He's made some bad throws, but overall, if you just, grade him like he's a rookie playing a rookie season. I think he's playing above average. And I, I think, you know, for almost any other quarterback, honestly, if you drafted Hertz in the first round and he was a rookie QB, I don't think you would be that dissatisfied with how he's played so far, especially with the new coach, new system, you know, offensive line that's been surprisingly good, but has been shuffled around a lot. So I'm going to stick with the B minus. I I still think he has a lot to prove. I'm not sitting here saying he's absolutely the franchise guy, Um, but there's enough to be positive about that. You know, I, I think he's, he's done well so far.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. There there's room for growth, but again, to me, overall, we've seen an improvement from what we saw out of him last year. I pressures on him to keep improving and uh, get it going as, as we, as we move on in this season, want to give everyone an update on the uh, draft order for 2022. If the draft was tomorrow, the Eagles would have three first round picks the number five pick from Miami, the number six pick from the Colts and our own pick here at uh two and three uh, would be the 10th overall pick. So obviously as we continue to win and dominate, we're going to slide out. Farther down the first round, but the fact that we have Miami and Indy's first round pick, knock on wood, our our good buddy Carson uh, stays healthy. uh, That it's going to be a pretty big haul. Even if let's say that that Indy one becomes a second rounder, then we have two second rounders. It's it's going to be pretty interesting coming into that draft that next year that we can really do whatever we want. Um,
1: Yeah, Yeah, and you have to say, Sean, um, you know you got to give Howie credit that Miami trade is just looking better and better. I mean, we moved back six picks to get a receiver. That's arguably just as good as waddle, you know, gave up very little to, to, to get Smith and you know, Miami now is just having an awful year so far. So um, to move six picks and get what could be a pretty high first round picks is pretty amazing. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, would you rather have Jalen Waddle Or Devonta Smith and your first round pick if you're Miami. I mean, crazy. And then the same thing with Wentz. We got rid of Wentz, and we there's a possibility we have a top ten pick uh, to add on to just uh, getting rid of him and moving past Justin. Are you gonna be disappointed if Howie Roseman is making the picks for us next year? I mean, maybe he earned it. Why? uh, So far, it's looking like pretty good trades.
2: I mean, well, and you also got to point out that he is the guy who went for Hertz. He took, you know, (laughs) the brunt of all of that, uh, the hate when he when he picked up hurts. But that's also looking like a great pickup at this point, Um, considering I know he's not um, an amazing elite quarterback at the moment, but uh, we were able to dump Wentz. And, you know, uh, it looks like we've continued to uh, work with the team that we have and gotten better. So I can't really uh, I can't complain too much about how I hate to say that at the moment. Uh, but I do like I was looking kind of who's available um, Derek Stingley from LSU. Looks like a guy we could possibly get cornerback there. Um, I'd like to see if we could pick him up. And I know we're probably looking defensive wise, but uh, Linderbaum from Iowa. I know he's a center, but with Kelsey possibly leaving, I think he could be a guy we could plug and play right away. I know Dickerson was a center from Alabama, but, you know, maybe we keep him. You know, at guard, and then we throw Linderbaum right into center, and we can just keep things going from there uh, if Kelsey's not returning. But just uh, two guys I thought we could keep
1: an eye on.
0: Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, Derek uh, Stingley out indefinitely after having procedure on injured foot. So maybe he would fit in well here in. uh, (laughs) Thank you. You already put the the hurts (laughs) the curse on him, uh, Justin. All right, we're going to move over to previewing the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Before we do that, I want to shout out the presenting sponsor of the sports Gameline podcast network and the diehard Eagles. That's our good buddies over at win bet. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. If you're in those States, you got to download the win bet app now, or just go to WinBet.com. bet.com T.com. Got a risk-free thousand dollar sports bet offered. They have tons of uh customizable uh, promos. They got going some of the best odds in the business. Very easy, quick payouts again, all happening over on WinBet. And again, MLB NFL, whatever you're getting in on. And th- there is a ton of gambling opportunities this time of year with the MLB playoffs going on. And of course our Eagles right now, the Eagles listed at minus seven or sorry. No, Tampa Bay is obviously a seven point favorite in Philly. Eagles getting seven, total sitting at 52 and a half. But again, make sure you head over to winbet.com. And of course, uh propswap.com. Propswap is where you can go to buy and sell real sports bets. That's right. Maybe you place a couple bets uh at the win while you're visiting out in Las Vegas. You come back and uh, you know, all of a sudden your odds are looking pretty good. You want to sell your ticket, you want to hedge out and go to propswap.com and in honor of baseball, they are doubling up. Your deposit bonus up to $500. All you got to do is go to propswap.com, use that promo code SGP. Prop swap. it's where America goes to buy and sell sports bets. Eagles are going to have their hands full going up against this Tampa Bay offense, coming off a, a 45 point win against the Dolphins. Man, Dolphins defense is really falling apart. Rob, what are the, uh, what are the keys for the birds come Thursday night to stop in this high powered Tampa Bay
1: offense? You know, I think the only chance that we have is you're going to need the corners slay and Nelson to come through with a big game again, because I think they have too many weapons and I, I think we are going to need to rely on them to hopefully play some man on, you know, their better receivers, probably Evans. Um, and, um, uh, see the other guy's name? I'm blanking on it. The, the Penn state Godwin. guy, Brown uh, Godwin. Yes. I should know that as a Penn stater. Um, but you know, I, I think probably we're going to need to try to lock them down and free up the rest of the guys, you know, safety help or, or linebackers, which is scary to, to try to tackle the rest, you know, the, the Gronk over the middle, you know, those guys could be tough. Um, so to me that that's the thing. And you know, it it still is going to come down to the line too. I mean, the only way to make Brady on, you got to try to make Brady uncomfortable. He has an uncanny ability of moving around in the pocket. He's not fast, but he is very good at moving around the pocket and you know, you get pressure on him, and you have a chance, but it's going to be a tall task.
0: Yeah. You know, I I think for me, and obviously I I think you got to stick in man, you can't play this team in zone we got a hope of anti Maddox can hold on to Antonio Brown and Slate can slow down either Godwin or Evans enough to make it a game but really and you saw it in that uh in that Carolina game and they're, Carolina's offensive line not horrible uh, by any means but they they were really the defensive line was really showing some interesting stunts they were twisting they were they were i mean Fletcher Cox had himself a game i don't I, you know coming off the milk carton to uh, finally produce here for the Eagles but if we can get that kind of pressure that we had against Carolina, I mean, Josh sweat had some good looks. Uh, Even Derek Barnett was getting in there and the D line really played well. I know cornerbacks deserved a bunch of credit for getting the three interceptions, but I I think part of that was that uh, Darnold was getting pressured. So I I think they got to keep stunting and uh, keep kind of mixing it up as far as the pass rush and do whatever they can to slow down Tom Brady, who is dealing with the thumb injury. So hopefully, uh, you know, I I would never wish injury on someone. So hopefully, he's a hundred percent. Wouldn't wouldn't like to see him not be able to hold on to the ball come Thursday night. Justin, what do we got to do on defense to take down these Tampa Bay Bucks?
2: I put uh, do the opposite of what we did against Mahomes. So (laughs) yes, (laughs) that's first. So I I would say, you know, if we go zone, I think we just get picked apart by Tom. I I agree. We got to go man. We got to try to create some disguised blitzes as best we can. I think you can rattle Tom at times if you can get in there. So I think we got to see what we can do early in order to possibly get him a little bit uh, rattled as much as Tom can get. Um, I know he's pretty cool and calm under pressure, but you know, there are instances where he gets a little pissed off at guys. So maybe we could do a little bit of that. Uh, Rob pointed out, they do. They have too many weapons with Brown Evans, Godwin, but I did see Godwin is questionable at the moment. I'm assuming he plays though. Uh, Gronk as well. I know he's questionable. He hasn't played what the last two games.
0: Yeah. I but think Gronk, if, Gronk probably still out on the short. I week. think
2: so. But I was going to say Bray. I mean, he's been so tried and true for them. A guy from Harvard, he's still a solid target for Tom and he always seems to come through in the clutch. So I think you know we gotta see what we could do with this defense. It's gonna be probably their uh their biggest challenge so far, especially going up against a guy like Tom and uh most likely having to go man instead of zone this game um we'll see what happens
0: yeah yeah i mean uh and hopefully gannon i mean again, you guys hit on it before, but you know the fact that uh gannon adjusted at least and didn't play these like shells that he likes to play and uh really did seem to make a, uh, a, a bit of a difference there. As far as the offensive side of the ball, a couple injuries worth noting Levante, David, uh, they're one of their star linebackers looks like he's out. So again, would open up some opportunities in the middle of the field. They're, they're a very good run defense. So maybe that plays to our strength because we don't like running the ball to begin with Levante. David's out would create awesome opportunities for the tight ends. Fortunately, it looks like uh Goddard on the COVID list. He's vaccinated, so needs two negative tests before Thursday. So I don't even know. You know, we're taping this on the Tuesday. I think you would have to test negative Wednesday and Thursday. So it's very unlikely that he will play. I, I guess try out Ertz, who's, you know, been okay, but oh man, I, I really wish they were using um, really wish they were using Goddard more. But to me, g- get the deep ball going. Quez Watkins, that. That guy is having a quietly good season. We need more Quez Watkins in our life. We hit a couple of deep shots to him, and uh, this will be a whole different game. What about you, Justin? Keys to the offense?
2: Um, I think, you know, you pointed it out. Their secondary with uh, Murphy Bunting has had that injury. He's out, and you pointed out Davis as well. I know they picked up Sherman, but that secondary is still banged up. Um, I, I think you look to Smith at least to start. Um, see what you can do with him overall. And hopefully that opens up, like you said, some deep passes later on with, uh, and, uh, Watkins who have a little bit more speed. Um, I like that idea. I also think, and I know people are going to hate to hear this, but I think we do need to, you know, throw in some screens. Their defensive line is, you know, a menace and we got to try and get them slowed down in some way, shape or form, but those screens need to be successful. Along with the run game, I would like to see a few more runs than we've seen the past two, three games.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know if they if they start running a bunch of screens, I'm going to be really pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Successful screenshot. Unless maybe we
2: need Whiteside in there.
0: Unless they work, then I'll be like, oh, I'm glad they didn't give up on the screens. Great work by uh, Sirianni. What about you, Rob? Keys to the Eagles' offense Thursday night against this uh, Bucks squad.
1: Yeah, I think it's two things. And I think Sean, you hit on one of them. I think we need a couple big plays uh, from either Quez or Rager. Um, Interesting stat, by the way, Rager hit 21.74 miles per hour on his 22 yard punt return last week. Third fastest ball carrier speed in the NFL this season. And I think I also saw that of the top five, Quez is also in there as well. So those guys do have some speed. I'm happy to see Rager seems to have his speed back. You know, last year I questioned that a little bit. Um, I'd like to see both of them, you know, get a couple shots and, you know, have Smith fill in maybe on the more intermediate, intermediate routes. And then look, I've given up that we're going to run the ball. So I I think what we're going to have to do to keep them honest is have a few more designed runs for Hertz. Um, You know, at least if we do that, he's had some success. If the defense is collapsing, you know, do the option design, run whatever it may be. Um, but you need something to keep them honest, and and I think that's probably the way we're trending to do so because clearly we haven't established a run game in in any game this year.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, and I I and maybe this is anecdotal, but don't you guys agree that I, I think once you know Hertz has a couple runs, designed or not, it seems to help help with his accuracy. Like he calms down a little bit. He's not as fired up. I I think there is something to him running around in the field, getting tackled, kind of just, I don't know, getting his blood flowing, whatever it is. I I think it helps him in the passing game. Certainly settles him down a little bit.
1: You know, I also wouldn't mind seeing Hertz do a few, uh, you know, designed rollouts and, and things like that. It does seem like you know, he's made a couple nice throws on the run. That, that yeah. two point conversion to Smith last week is one of them. Uh, you know, there was that earlier touchdown in the year to Goddard, if I remember correctly, where he was on the run and threw a dart. So, you know, maybe we roll him out a little bit too and see what he can do in that aspect.
0: Love it. All right. We're going to get to Justin's gems, uh, the keys to the game from a fan perspective, and our final score predictions before we do that. to shout out keeps.com trying to hang on to your hair. I know I am. And that's why I'm heading over to keeps.com slash SGP. And if you head over there, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Again, keeps simple stress-free way to keep your hair low cost. Again, don't want to get ripped off. They have a a ton of five-star reviews more than any of their competitors. Again, treatment takes a little bit up to four to six months. So act fast. Don't wait now started uh, by March madness. You could be, uh, you know, really putting the the clamps down on hair loss. Again, if you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. Also brought to you by prediction strike. It's basically a, uh, a sports based stock market. So instead of buying stocks, you're buying shares in different players. For instance, uh, you know maybe now's a, a good time to buy some Devonta Smith, some Jalen Hurts. I'm still high on both those guys. They could skyrocket in price after a huge win over the Bucks this Thursday. Head over to PredictionStrike.com, create an account, use that code SGP, and uh, just deposit funds, buy and sell, hold, hodl, as the kids say. Um, you know, same like you would play any sort of a stock market game, but instead it's tied to the players and their fantasy performance. A lot of fun. Sign up with promo code sgp to receive a free athlete share with a $20 or more. Sorry, sgpn ath or sorry. <laughs> sgpn eagles to receive a free athlete share. And finally, OddsCrowd.com. That's right, they're back for the NBA $3000 fantasy betting contest up for grabs. So you think you're a pretty sharp NBA handicapper? Maybe uh maybe almost as sharp as Ben Simmons? Huh? Not afraid to take your shot? Uh like Ben Simmons head over to oddscard.com, sign up for their NBA contest. Get in over there. It's all free fantasy betting contest, a lot of fun. Oh man, before we get into Justin's gem, I I was debating with my brother that this might be the loudest a player has ever been booed in the history of sports, the return of Ben Simmons, our group text was firing up. Apparently one of the local radio guys was trying to take out of, of saying we shouldn't be booing Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah. I boo that. Come on. It's crazy. Uh, It's somewhat hilarious. He's reporting already, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how these guys immediately realize, like, oh wait, uh, the, the bargaining uh, (laughs) position or whatever, whatever they've set up, you can't get that fine money back. Like they used to be able to like, they'd find you. And then when you would finally show up, they would like wipe out, uh, you know, rescind the fine, but now they, they can't even rescind the fine. So he's just losing money left and right. Rob, loser. Rob, there's no way we see
1: uh, Simmons in a Sixers Jersey. Is there, I mean, I don't know what, uh, in my opinion, if he shows up, you suit him up and he plays, yeah. um, I guess. I, if I'm the owner of that team, I'm not paying them to just sit and do nothing. So, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to keep looking for a trade. I, I don't think that's off the table, but I actually do think, yes, we are going to see him in a Jersey. <laughs> this will be, yeah, I,
2: I think you play him too. Why not? I think his stock can only go up if he has a couple of good games. I mean, what the hell right now? He's just at an all time low. Cause he's such a loser let him play a little bit, see what he, what he can do for us.
1: It's so awkward too, because not only did he offend the fan base and, and seemingly the city by demanding out, but he also, I, I presume offended his teammates. You know, there was that report that multiple yeah. teammates, including Embiid wanted to go meet with them in LA and he told them, don't come. I'm, I'm done with the Sixers. So um, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, that is uh, that is crazy. All right, Justin, Polish up your uh, jeweler's loop. Let's get a gem for this game against the Bucks Thursday night.
2: You know, I, I didn't look too far for this one. I, I kind of looked at you know the fact that they've had problems with the secondary in Tampa, and I think you know Devontae Smith is going to be our gem. Hopefully, this game. He mm-hmm. had seven catches against the Chiefs. He had seven catches last week. Uh, we talked about how he had you know I think it was 122 yards against the Chiefs when he played them last week was another good game as well. Um, he's over 300 yards for the season and he's averaging over 12 yards a catch. And I think this could be a game where he's, he's the guy we need in order to get over the hump. Uh, I know him and Hertz played together at Alabama, but it seems like they're working back into that old chemistry that they used to have. Um, I am going to look for him to have a good game. I think you need him to have a good game. If we're going to get, you know, guys like uh Regor and even Watkins involved and just a little bit of a shout out to Watkins because I, I looked up his stats and he's got 13 receptions and over or 267 yards. He's averaging over 20 yards a catch. I mean, it's, it's huge. So if you want to get him involved, you want to make those uh, big plays, those big splash plays. I think you got to work Devante into it early and have him have a good game in order to open up those deep routes for those uh, for and Watkins.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice. No, and Sean, you know, yeah. just to, to chime in, one thing we didn't cover here that I think we need to note on this podcast was the fate of a now former Eagle, the uh, supposedly future number one wide receiver of the Eagles, uh, Travis Fulgham, released <laughs> yes. from the practice squad this oh, week. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about a guy who had an unbelievable high as like the best statistical cor- uh, wide receiver for a few weeks in the NFL. To not making the team this year and now getting cut from the practice squad.
0: It, it was a wild ride. Jeremy Lynn asked. Although Jeremy Lynn, he's still in the league. Like he's you know, not like a dominant player by any means, but the guy's still in the league and still a contributor. It, it's just insane with Travis Fulgham. They they kind of just struck oil, and then the guy just completely falls apart. He must be just such a pain in the ass. And so difficult to deal with, but you would think like the guy would have been humbled because he was like barely hanging on the league. And now he has his shot and he's super successful. I mean, there's, a, there were like Eagles cynical Eagles beat reporters were comparing him to Terrell Owens. And the <laughs> guy was just like, uh, I don't know. Like what? It's crazy to just uh, uh, appear out of nowhere and then just fall off the, like, not, you didn't get hurt. Nothing crazy happened. He just like, didn't make the team. and uh just slowly was losing snaps it's man it's uh it, guy is a real mystery but let's talk about us what we can do to help the eagles win fans key to the game got two uh viral news stories about eagles fans from the panthers game one a uh, couple was uh caught making love in the panthers uh bathroom the men's stall <laughs> apparently neither were arrested the guy was briefly put in cuffs which i don't know maybe maybe he's kind of into that thing maybe he was hoping for that scenario but uh oh my god i mean these these people must be soulmates because even even getting like my wife to to use a stadium restroom uh would be quite the stretch but to go all the way is uh, pretty insane and then another one uh the he, there was a uh, a streaker well, well i don't even know if he not fully shirtless, I believe shirtless yeah shirtless ran out onto the field and that apparently was the mojo the team needed. Eagles were uh, outscored the Panthers eighteen to three after the streaker ran out on the field. That's that courtesy of uh, one Jimmy Kempsky. You know, I'm gonna just go back to the basics, probably where my uh, Eagles, you know, like uh, Mitchell and Ness jersey thing. It's pretty fun and uh, seemed to uh, help get the job done. And the uh, salute to service, big fan of the troops. That uh, that hoodie was involved in the big win as well. Justin, I know you're in Hawaii, but what do we got to pay you to get out to the uh, link and streak across the field come Thursday night? Help help keep this mojo alive. That would be fun if we all of a sudden were on a hot streak every time a streaker ran out. And then, you know, people would just keep (laughs) like this almost sounds like an episode of Always Sunny where uh, they just keep finding new people to run out and streak.
2: Uh, I think uh, full streak, or are we just talking shirtless? Shirtless. Oh, shirtless. I mean, What's your price? I don't know what, is, what my fine. And then a couple grand. All right. I think that's good. I, I think I, I could still, still keep my job after that. It's just shirtless. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to want to, I'll be embarrassed with the gut I got going on. But, <laughs> so uh, a couple not grand, why not? I get to see yeah. a free game. I'll wait. If they till, win like,
1: the game. You may you know, be a hero.
2: That's yeah. true. Start a GoFundMe. me. We'll be fine. All
1: right, Justin. So what are
0: you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to, assuming you back out from the streaking or we can't raise $3,000. <laughs> what would you, what are you planning on doing this Thursday?
2: Uh, I'm just going to be, uh, I, I got this week off. So I'm going to be hunkered down, waiting for the game Thursday, hanging out with my daughter, trying to get her, you know, to understand a little bit more of the, the rules of football. Uh, she's only five. So we'll have our Eagles gear on and be ready to go. Just watching it at home this time around.
0: All right, not going to take her to a bar. It's a class class act.
2: Well, that uh, was last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I do think I'm. I got to order some new stuff. Normally, I get some new stuff. My brother uh, hooked me up with a um, uh, a nice uh, Devonta Smith jersey to kick the season off. But I, I think I may, you know, have to add some extra gear just keep the mojo alive. Rob, what about you? What do you got planned for this uh, this Eagles game coming up?
1: Yeah. You know, the Thursday night games are so tough for me. So my number one goal is just to stay awake. Um, (laughs) you know, I, it kills me these games. I got to just really, I may have to take a nap before just so I can stay up. So, I mean, other than that, uh, this is a game you watch at home, uh, tough to tough to do much else, but you got to stick to your routine and, uh, you know, do the best you can to, uh, you know, hope they win and and you stay awake when you're here on the East coast. Rob is just see Rob.
0: I don't know how how you could ever, I mean, I get being tired, but the adrenaline that is
1: pumping through my veins, I mean, it is, I I will say generally I, yes, I can stay awake for an Eagles game because I am pumped up and I am invested in it, but almost any other Thursday night game or, you know, Sunday night game, Monday night game. It is really hard to stay awake when it's not your team. Uh, I, I wish they started earlier. I'm envious of you guys that you know get the games on at eight a m ten a m eleven a m whatever it is uh that that would be sweet by the way uh
2: for those listeners out there rob isn't sixty okay i believe he's still <laughs> under forty so just so you guys that, know. Is,
1: that is correct um but uh hey early riser and uh never <laughs> been a night owl
0: <laughs> all right Well, let's get to it who is your player of the game who's going in the eagles nest i I think I was like one game off with my um, Darius Slay prediction. I didn't, I thought I had him last game. I didn't. Uh, li- I listened back. I thought I had nailed it, but uh, I'm going to go, I'll kick things off here. Oh, man. I'm going to go Javon Hargrave. That's right. Javon Hargrave feels like the guy that could really swing this game. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to have a massive game. Love what he's doing so far. Javon Hargrave. And we get the W. Let's go, thirty-one to twenty-seven. Eagles win. Justin, how say you?
2: All right. So I think I picked this guy like three times now. And Sean, uh, before I get started here, didn't you didn't say slay last week? Because I thought you did.
0: Uh, I think I listened to the tape, and I and I may have went Devonta Smith. I think it was two Uh, games ago that I had slay, so one game off.
2: All right. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the well with Kenny Gainwell. Uh, We seem to be heavy on the screen. I think with Sanders' performance last game, I think Rob pointed out, right, he was like seven catches for nine yards or something crazy like that, five catches for six. So I think we put Gainwell in a little bit more, especially for those screens. Uh, I think he could break one of those or even two of those and uh, get some things going for us. He could be a difference maker here um, other than Devontae. So I'm going to pick Gainwell since we're heavy with the screen as of late.
1: Yeah, I like that. Rob, what about you? Yeah, I was glad to see Sean really went on a out on a limb taking Hargrave there. He's he's a <laughs> tough pick this season, but uh, I am gonna go. I am gonna go out on a limb, and it's a guy that I am actually out on. But Ooh. I am gonna say Derek Barnett is gonna oh. come up with a big play. He's gonna Penalty? channel some of that Super Bowl <laughs> karma against Brady when he when he recovered yeah. that fumble from Brandon Grant. And I think he's going to have a big play and force a fumble on Brady for a turnover.
0: I like it, Rob. Oh. Yeah, that is a that is a deep pull. That is the kind of mojo pull we need to get this big win over the Tampa Bay Bucks again, Eagles. Uh, oh wait. So I gave out my score. You guys didn't give out your score yet, Rob. What what do you got score wise?
1: Oh man, um, I am going to go twenty eight to twenty one Tampa Bay. Uh, i look I, oh. I just, they are playing too oh. i don't see how we pull it out i hope the team proves me wrong i hope they hear this and it's a motivational tool and then i can take credit for the win robbie what about
0: predicting 2822 so then at plus seven the eagles can still get the uh cover
1: can I'm you stick in with my original number
0: <laughs> all right so rob's picking a push and the under over at WinBet. bet Justin, what do you got for the Birds final score prediction Thursday night? Uh, Sean, uh, you're gonna boot me too as
2: well. I I really don't think uh, we can I don't think our defense can hold them to under 30 points. Uh our offense, I don't think it's strong enough uh still. So I gotta, I gotta go Tampa Bay 32-24 against us. Sorry, I think my margins are at least tighter than Rob's, but. Well, you got them covering. You got a, you yeah, got thirty two twenty four. Tampa Bay. Wow. Oh, okay. I, I hope we win. I, I do. I do. But so you'll until, be rooting. Uh, I see some more consistency. <laughs> I mean, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. 30, Thirty thirty two twenty four.
0: Well, yeah. guys, good pod. Worst of luck with your predictions. Four and uh, yeah. make sure you. We, we got our own feed on Apple Podcasts. Drop us a nice rating and review on the old Apple podcast. Five stars are appreciated for the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Rob, for Justin go birds, yeah. go birds.
1: Yeah.